0: Welcome back. It's another one. It's a Sunday session on a Friday. And that there, that was Billy Ocean with Get Out of My Dreams and Into My Car, which actually should be Get Out of My Car and Into My Dreams, if you deal with the stuff I deal with every day. Oh, he's Isn't... talking about me then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just adjusting myself. That <laughs> helps. And welcome back. It's me, Paul Housen. Hey, world. Hey, Marty. Hey, Bob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did we do And I just noticed then... Oh, you, from that sound, Billy Ocean sounds like he's running E85 on the thing. He's pretty hard <laughs> on the cold <culture>. start. <laughs> Either that, or just that some home tuner's been at it. Yeah, possibly. I've possibly. had a, I've had some cranking issues this week. Um, sure. I fixed it. Remember, I was telling you about the fuel system that I couldn't make start. Yes, yes, cranking you did. issues. And you know, this is one of the things that real tuners can tell. or well, no, not real tuners. Tuners have been around a long time. Can tell the ones that are just beginning is don't overscience it. You know, I was talking to the manufacturer. What would happen for all of you boys and girls out there? Well, you can explain what it was, what was going on. Yeah, it was starting fine from cold start. Yeah, yeah. LSA, LSA on diesel fuel system. Yeah. On oh, gasoline, wasn't yeah. E85. No, no, it? Yeah, no, wasn't right. The corn. And as soon as you got warm. It Had what you described it as a hiccup or something on the <talking> start, a bit So it had like, like a, yeah, Billy, a bit ocean. Like Billy Ocean, yeah. So it was which a an ocean tune, which isn't really what you want out of your uh, no like state-of-the-art supercar <sighs> LSA. All right, it's a common, well, yeah, <laughs> um, but. <laughs> It is frustrating when you spend a lot of money for something, and what it does is it puts that seed of doubt in the person's mind that if it's doing that at crank, it may not be right everywhere else. And I can understand that. Personally, I'd live with it because, you know, I'm slapdashed on. But um, this guy didn't want to live with it, and the manufacturer of the fuel system um, admitted there was a problem but had no idea how to fix it. So I was dealing with a young guy there who... Tuna, young guy, probably just middle aged. Um, <laughs> Fifty, 40. Yeah, f- uh, yeah, yeah, just a kid, yeah. And, and he came no. up with all of these, you know, pintle tip temperature tables Ooh. and short burst crank, you know. Yep. yep. Nut bush city limits, you know, <laughs> all all of this crap and try this, try that, you know, it's a very tricky calibration and, you know, full of emission control and we do not sure if you could help, that'd be really good. So how did I fix it? Well, first of all, what was the problem? What did you think the problem was? It was a lack of fuel, too much fuel. I don't know when you shut these things down, the fuel pressure rises because of the heat soak. Was it... Well, it's we like the stock market. It can only either go up or go down, right? Yep. <laughs> you don't know which way. Yep. So it's either going to be not enough you or too much. Yeah, pretty yield. much, isn't it? So what you do, the first thing you do is you flip a coin. <laughs> you say, I'm, I'm so, going to go this way. Yeah, so there's slash and burn and coin flipping. Right? Coin flipping, yeah. <laughs> and so I flipped a coin and I thought it sounded to me like it was a little lean. And I did I did verify that by cranking in clear flood mode with my foot flat and oh, yeah. it didn't even kick at all. Right. So, you know, I let it crank for a couple of turns to inject some fuel and then put my foot flat, and yep. it would just die out and not not even want to fire. So I figured, well, you don't have enough fuel, right? Yes, it seems a bit of science yep. going yep. on yep. there. I can you know, see you're well, a thinking man. I'm thinking man today. <laughs> so it was pintle tip temperatures, the end of injection timing, wall wetting factors, all Ooh. sorts of things. And so how did I fix it? You added more fuel on crank. Ooh. On crank. Yeah, that's it. I went to the crank it. table and I thought, this you is are a wizard. <laughs> so what happened is, you know, you've got all of this cranking fuel when you're cold, you know, for your cold start and your yeah. choke. And yeah. then it gets to about 70 or 80 and 90 degrees and the crank fuel comes right down. Then after that, at about 100 degrees, it starts coming up again. Yes. So all I did, so I had this little dip in the map. So I just filled it in there. So I moved like 40, 50 C down and populated it all of the way. Right. And yeah, just fight What what brought about that change, though? Why was that required? Well, I don't know. Just an an anomaly of the aftermarket fuel system versus the standard. one. you know, they don't have this problem standard. No. But so I just filled it in. I just did what seemed logical. Yeah. And that's the key to everything, isn't it? It's what seems logical. Now, I hear you've been doing some pretty serious... um, development out at ppre in the last few days on on your rocket <laughs> no well this, this is more in-house <laughs> at the house and house so, oh yeah this this wasn't at ppre this is oh, just at home right, not good enough no <laughs> nah, nah, i've had this one on the go just sort of a as a bit of a sideline yeah because yeah, it's my own car yeah but yeah i'm midway through my fuel system upgrade which is why same I'm, system same pump, yeah. same pump system. So oh, I've just given you. I could have charged you for yeah. that. Could have. Oh, no. In fact, you probably will manage yeah, somehow. I'll, I'll find a way. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, but no, I'm. I'm now part way through my E85 install. Yeah. Oh, it's running E85. I just yeah. don't want to lean on it at the moment till the pump goes in. Why? You can always lean as me. Oh, I reckon yeah. you can give it a blast. Come on. Oh well. No, don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Okay, I won't. <laughs> don't. You don't want to be sweeping it up like when you made your last tuning mistakes on that Statesman you had with the turbo. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty nasty, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, still cleaning that mess up. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, that was a tuning mistake with a boost controller. What was it? Shutting the console lid. Shutting the console lid. the boost up to one bar. Yep. Just kept ramping up the gain, kept ramping up, ramping up. 21 pound. Oh, really? Through a stock LS is pretty good, especially at about 2200 RPM. For a brief moment in time, it was yeah. sensational. <laughs> it yeah, really was. Time, I loved so. it. Yeah. So, what, what have you found? You had some questions for me because yeah. you, now you're running on E85. You've got a flex fuel sensor, which, boys and girls, what that does is it it determines it allows you to read how much alcohol's in the fuels and, and the ECU calibrates, you know, between blends, between tables. You can actually also, you could actually stick it in your mouth and breathe in it. Yes. And see, and see, <laughs> like, yeah. see how many men in blacks you've had. Yeah yeah probably not a good idea You'd probably try that at ppr right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah what you're saying is or what i was saying was i've got this thing hooked up i've got it running and i'm in the testing phase yeah so i'm seeing figures that i haven't had to deal with before i'm normally i'm an afr sort of a fella but i kind of got to get me head around lambda now because the two different well the fuels are going to be changing, aren't they? You know, like... Well, here's, here's the thing. Lambda's the same, no matter what... That's why want. I need to learn it, isn't it? it? Yeah. Because Lambda's one. Lambda one is 14.7 to one AFR on gasoline. That's right. But it's also one on E85 Yeah. yeah whatever... It determines... it. Lambda one basically describes that you, you've got the perfect amount of, of of burnt fuel versus, you know, it's the equilibrium of oxygen to... to burnt fuel in exhaust pretty much pretty much is what i'm trying to figure out how and where that should be when i'm well, driving around basically when you here you go slash and burn <laughs> method here when you're cruising along you're looking for one and when your foot's flat to the floor you're looking for 0.82 to 0.85 on e85 and we're done. that seems really rich that's that's lambda yep yeah, that's good that's equivalent, that's equivalent of about 12 to 1 oh okay oh that's not too bad then just yeah. seems like a long way from one so you know? 0.8 yeah okay that's my target so I'll be shooting for yeah Point sevens you're too rich is yeah. you're way too rich but you yeah, know about 0.8 on the 85 you know roughly around there and you're perfect yep. yep if your foot's flat and you're at one you know that's not right yep yeah okay so that's that's what i should be targeting there Mm. timing should i be looking at that at all at this stage or nah stay away from that? no well no there's there's no power in the 85 without ignition timing yeah you gotta use every single last one of those octane well well in the maps there (laughs) well in the map as you know with the flex fuel set up there it does have timing adjusted, it's got a few here. It, it, funnily enough, it's got some taken away in some areas too. I know, that's I thought, just weak, isn't it? It is weak. I thought it was a bit weird. But it's got some added here and some added there, but... But what they do is much. they do that so that... They did that from the factory so that if you ran it on E85, you didn't feel any difference. Right. right. The last thing they wanted you to do was feel that it was so much better or so much worse than another fuel, because owners are you know, never real smart, and, right. you and they get confused. I remember at the time, there was... Some uh, uh, fucking pecker wood journal, and he took when the first flex fuel. Oh, yeah, I had a running with him years ago. He worked for Motor, he just loved himself. Yeah, wanker. And he took, he took, um, you know, this is when E85 was all, all new and the first of the flex Commodores came out. What yep. would have been about 11? 12, yeah, 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 yep. 10 years ago. And he a took one of around a, uh, a mate's dyno in Victoria and he filled it with, with 98 and he ran it and it made like 210 kilowatts at the wheels and then he filled it with E85 and it, he ran it again and it made 210 or 9 or 11, you know, made, made the same yeah. power. Yeah. Yep. It was exactly what Holden set out to do and then he proceeded to write a big article saying, so you know, these idiots uh, that tune on E85. You know, E85 makes no difference, so I've proven it. No, right. you've proven that the, with a car that del- is deliberately tuned to make no difference, it made no difference. Yes, Yep. if you want to use the extra octane you particularly in your supercharged application you will make a metric shed ton more power yeah so you know you're basically your starting point and again this just comes from experience not any great science uh you know say far say six thousand rpm in that thing of yours at on full load what sort of timing figure you got Oh, i reckon i'm down round 13 or 14. Mm. well you'll be 17 or 18. yeah okay add four yeah as a place yep. to start I mean, you don't add four across the whole map that's just no. stupid yeah yeah right as, as it starts to blend on to load and with higher rpm because remember more ignition timing down low will give you more rod bending cylinder pressure too so from about thirty-five, thirty-eight hundred, slowly start to ramp the timing up and where it naturally you know it slopes away you can sort of hold that more level so just fill it in and i'll show you when we're when we're finished here yeah what i would recommend but i would st- I'll also make you sign an nda and a disclaimer that you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i get it i yeah. get it yeah that's that's kind of what, what 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 you do you know yeah because there, there's already a lot of stuff in the table that i guess the factory's done like you, what you said to make it all seem normal yeah. and seem yeah. seem good so i can't just go and raise or, or, could i add a percentage to the whole table or, or don't not add a percentage at all? To, no. to the whole table no i'll show you where just as you start to come on rpm and load yeah right cuz what i'm getting at is down low mm. you wouldn't you would you don't mess with that when you're doing no no i don't i mean some people will and there'll be some people sitting on the end of the speaker here going this guys idiot yeah i mean but it's always worked pretty well for me and and yeah i you know when you're cruising at the the, the, at 42 degrees before top dead center i mean you don't need 40 nothing's going to happen by making by giving it 46 there you know like you you don't it's not a blanket thing and again i'll show you the 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 trick of blending it it's pretty easy and then you go yeah that makes sense yeah i guess at the end of the day the factory got some things right well they did and you know there's no great requirement for octane at those points either so you're better off having it a tiny bit more retarded and and just yeah burning more efficiently i suppose or well, Keeping the exhaust temps up and, you know, just keeping everything warm and good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you will you will make, you won't make any power till you add the timing. And when right. you add the timing, you will make the power. You, you know, I would expect your, what was it, what, what, what power and what sort of freedom units did that make last time we ran it? 420 ish. So that's, hang on. So it made 570 S- yeah. horsepower at the tyres. You'll probably make 620. Nice. Yeah, and it'll be it'll be quick, you know, yeah. it won't be. And I don't know why you're going through all of this expense and time. A, you're bored silly little boy on your wake-up. And B, you know what's going to happen to you at the rolls. You pretty much nailed it there. On um, yeah. both accounts. Yeah. One, yeah, I do have some spare time on my yeah. hands um, And rather home. than coming here and helping me, uh, you know, and getting paid, you would rather uh, spend money and just keep away from people. In fact, actually, that sounds like a fairly good <laughs> idea. Sounds like you, <laughs> doesn't it? Wow. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So that is that is the gist of it. But at the end of the day, yeah, the main goal is to try and destroy you in the roll race. Well, you know yeah. it's tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not making tomorrow night. Oh, like, here we go. Get, yeah, can't get the fuel pump in and... What page was that? yeah i told you before i wouldn't be ready this way it's gonna rain anyway It's probably be snowing out there won't be a good day no it's gonna be lovely weather you sure you going out yeah why not no you're not you're a liar you won't be there tomorrow okay um (laughs) next one next one you reckon yeah yeah i know it'll be nice and warm i want to pick i was thinking about it i want to give you the best chance possible and we were talking about thermal controller things i would like a 38 to 40 degree day just make that little blower that little <laughs> intercooler <laughs> the work well yeah gives me power yeah it gives does you, uh, it does gives you le- less power yeah i can understand that oh might make do. those hung lee's grip the track though no nah, that they're going they're getting the flick any day now they're going mm, that's right we're going to probably you're going to put some knee tools on it. Know. i'm not sure what i'm going to run probably just i said before i think pilot sports or something like that it's Gotta be a good all round tyre. That'd be the yep. go, I think. Yeah. Well, well it's it's motorsport time of the year now in, in yep. Little Adelaide. And you know, there's not just you and I doing the, the rolls. There's oh, a- there's other people out there too, is there? Nah. No. <laughs> just <laughs> Well <laughs> you know, there's Strecko the Swedish MILF. <laughs> <laughs> and Julian, that was just for you, because I know you like that. Is um, it MILF or Sylph? Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> Sparky. Who, who likes uh, to yeah, you? you. I, yeah, it's not the one, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to do that, it gets yep, done to yep, you, yep. roof access fee. I got told, <laughs> I got told earlier today that since my um, new pad at Anglevale is two storey, there's going to be additional fees for second storey access. Yes. And I said, well, basically, you're a dumpster diver, you're an ibis bird, bin chicken, <laughs> tip turkey, why don't you just fly up there? That's you it. Know? Yeah. But yeah, it's... I've been there. So... so yeah. It, that's all on now because there's that Legend of the Lakes Hill Climb coming up in a week or so then there's Adelaide Rally so Willonga Hill Climb Wollonga Hill Climb so the dumpster yeah. driver has got the GDR down next week and he wants three you know this is what I don't like about GDR drivers he wants three different boost settings standard mild and wild what, um you know because in do? case it rains oh in case it rains what if it can't, can't you know, I just lift the foot a little yeah <laughs> There's your standard. Some people love playing with the knob. <laughs> yeah, <let's laughs> on see, the dash and go, Streco, he's got that. He's, he's got that knobbling thing down pat. But, yeah. So I've got that GDR, and we're already um, talking about in Adelaide Rally. I'm having bets with several, so I've tuned a few of the competitors' cars in that event. They come to me, they'll be saying, No, it's the old tarmac whiz because I'm so conservative. <laughs> My cars normally last. Yes. Um, And you know, one of them, I think you mean last as in the distance, not yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And one of them, I think there's a um, public display of fellatio and Rundle wall on offer if Streco can finish day two of the <laughs> event. <infinite. laughs> so that's going to be interesting oh, no. and of course we've got Julian in the background. He had an unfortunate accident as you heard in his last Evo. Sort of, you know, centre punched a tree at 290 mile, million miles an hour and <laughs> yeah. he's building a new one so that's not ready so his GT3 uh, his GT3 brand new one will be going in you know, in like the Tour or Thoroughbred or, you know, basically for old farts, I can't drive speed limited thing in the rally. But his new Evo, which apparently is a bit of a rip snorter, is um, going into the Wollonga um, Hill. And you sorry, saw there sorry. was a TTRS that we tuned up. Oh, yeah. uh, it, it actually belongs to my personal financial advisor, who is also helping me with some of my applications for... Um, the new angle veil pad so he got a really 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 good tune you're gonna go well He' gonna go well but Streco got online because we don't discuss power figures you know no he, we just it's not it's no one's top secret they've all got to have you know a liars competition about them afterwards and you know Streco. this is the funniest thing now Benny, my advisor with the Audi, has been around a long time, he's lived overseas, he knows how to party, Uh, we've partied a bit over the years and whatever, and Streco's got online when I put up the Audi and I didn't disclose a power figure and gone, that that car belongs to either a hairdresser or a financial advisor, (laughs) and Benny's come back to me, and remember this is an Audi TT, he goes, what's with the hairdresser reference? It's something that's stuck with them for a long time, hasn't it? Yeah, and yeah. His, this one had the rear wing. Remember the rear wing yes, tobacco? So yep. So that, what, what would they do? Just swap ends on the autobahn <laughs> or something. They didn't even yeah. get as far as the moose test. No, no. I, I don't, I'm i not sure I was a big fan of the LDTT. They were, the RS is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It's got like the RS3 style five-cylinder donk in it. Sounds so, like so half a Lambo. So what sort of power figure? We took, was it stout? Yeah. It is. It's yeah. stout. It's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. It'll okay. be quick. Yeah, you know, Hey, the blokes. Got probably the best navigator in the business. Glennie next to him, and ah. he knows he knows how to listen to notes. And he's got a car that drives and handles pretty good. Yeah, nah, yeah, streco. okay, Streco, nah, nah. No. <laughs> yeah, you can have twice a grunt, Streco, but you know you'll be you'll be looking down, twiddling your knob, going that's from it. standard to mild to wild with your knob twiddle, and probably end up inverting it. Oh, I was hoping you weren't going to say that. Cause that's jinxed him again. No, I don't need any jinxing. He can do that himself. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> okay. it's okay. So, all of that fun and games is coming up, up now. And so, Julian, mm. uh, Wollonga, you reckon, with the Evo? Apparently so. Yeah, yeah okay. I think Wollonga must be late in the year. It must be about December. December, yeah. First weekend of December. Ooh, or so, that's not going to be warm or anything, is it? No, no. Toasty will be on the. It's cars. a bloody long drive from Englevale for me, though. You <laughs> <laughs> want to take a lunch? I was going to run a Tesla, but I may need a charger or something. Yeah. You know, so. Oh, there's yeah. a nice winery down there. Remember last time? There was a good spot down there. Where? Oh, oh, you remember? I think that was where the cars all met up, crewed up. Yeah, that's right. Yes, it yeah. was too. Now, so, what did you think? Did you Did you listen to the last epicast? About. Yeah, I did. Oh no. <laughs> no! No, 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 no! It's all good. You just have to enlighten me because I may have had a few beverages. Ah, a few mini blacks. Okay. <laughs> no, I was talking about how people say, how hey, can you? You know, I'm going to keep the last of the ice cars." And oh yeah. And <clears throat> you're not just not going to be able to fix the stupid things. Yeah. Can't no. even fix them now. It's it's already happened. Yeah, hundred percent. That's going on right now. Yeah. Commodores. People are actually talking about buying up stock. Yeah. You're not like. Whatever, just random bits and pieces they can find. Yeah. just buying them. And oh, I couldn't them. find a body loom for that um E1 that yep. we had. Yep. So it's gone from COVID with the toilet paper to now holding Commodore bits. Is that right? Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's a real thing. People are actually doing it. In, in the states, they're freaking out because they they didn't have them for as long as we have. You no, know, the they, GA or the GA and the the SS Chevrolet yes, yes, SS. Yes. And yeah, they they're finding it hard to get pieces already. Yeah, especially those badges and all you guys nicked in the car park at all. <laughs> yeah, just give us a call, I'll, I'll hook you up there. And did, did you and did you see did you see my my last most recent post on Facebook about what's happening? I I saw that? you were everyone yeah. with the with yeah. the Lambo posts. Oh no 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 but the on. government have basically said that um Australia won't be adopting Euro 6. Oh, that's right. Which means manufacturers won't be bringing the last of the best of the old internal combustion sluggers here because there's no point. And did you see why? Well, well, I think you said it's because our fuel's crap. That's what the government said. Our fuel quality will not sustain. That was what they said, not what I said. I was just quoting straight off the ABC there. Because the the gist of that is then if they brought out some latest and greatest supercar, brought it here and had to detune it, what's the point? Or what is the point of just bringing it here for tonight to sell two of them anyway? Yeah, true. What yeah. is the numbers we get? You look around the world um. and they release hundreds here, hundreds there, and they, they give us a couple X demos Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's so yeah we're getting cut off because so what is this shit we're putting in our fuel tanks the tyranny of distance didn't they call it something like that back in the old days well we shut all our refineries didn't we yeah like quenana does that still go no i don't think it does no we don't have any fuel we so where does it come from indonesia and singapore and and yeah i reckon it does yeah Yeah. so that 98 she's weeks old by the time it gets dropped into one of our... But I thought all of our 98 and stuff was supposed to be really good, and now they're saying our fuel quality's too shit. Or were they talking about our diesel, maybe? See, I Diesel supercars? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, Oh, yeah, um, Audi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So I'm I'm thinking that, yeah, the the whole story isn't here, and I'm actually going to look into that a little bit to find out what the hell they're talking about with this fuel quality thing. I mean, you know, I, I... I just fill up at my on the runs with BP ninety eight, and you know I'm I I love the on the run team and what they've done for this state, and I, I know some of the guys personally and their fuels always like made the same power that people were making overseas and so maybe just the bp ninety eight a good stuff i don't know but, but there was a long time ago i always thought that we were told we had shit yeah fuel. we're talking remember the first reds talk- or something or are they talking about salt yeah well we, we didn't have 98 then that's right we had shit fuel yeah, that, yeah. that was decades ago yeah yeah well that was a uh, 99 it yeah. was the, G, the GC8 STI V5. So, and we we only had, I think, up to 95 octane in them. They needed 98, and they had to detune them and all of this sort of crap. And they all did ring lands, and they all just blew up. Yep. But, yeah, I, I have always been able to tune to the same level as my overseas colleagues and friends on our 98. And I use the BP stuff most of the time. Yep. And I've never had a problem with that. So are they talking about the sulfur content in the lower... Cheaper end fuels. But, I mean, who's going to put that into their Euro 6 supercar anyway? Yeah, exactly. The whole thing's just very confusing, and it seems like more dodging to me from the government. I don't understand why they would be, though, because with the um, luxury car tax and the whatever... well, that's right. They need it. It's just money. They're just making cash out of anything they bring in, surely. Exactly right. Yeah. I don't know the. I don't know the answer to that one. You're gonna to have to do some research. I'm gonna to have to do some research, and with that, I'm. I'm getting. I'm getting excited now, Paul. Thanks for um, joining us today. But that's gonna sure. do us for today. And we'll come back and we'll talk more about this fuel thing because personally, I'm intrigued.